Can she get some space? She can! And she goes! Travis Clark, how much he would love this! Very close to the man on the mark! He's under it, but he's got it! Have a look at this! Listen to the crowd! Look at the supporters! Welcome to the Clicking Balls Round 1 wrap-up for the AFL season. My name is Heath, and with me is Brenton. G'day. And every week, the first question I ask is your highlight of the week. So what is your highlight of the week, Brenton? Well, not much to do with AFL at the moment, but the highlight was just sport generally being back on a, on a weekend. We had Formula 1 starting again. We had uh, the cricket finally wrapping up with the final test against India. Great series. Oh, it was excellent, wasn't it? Yeah. And also, of course, football being back, which is always a pleasure. But uh, my highlight was actually a bit of basketball. Uh, there's this uh, brewery called Bodrigi Brewery in uh, Abbotsford, just on Johnson Street there, um, underneath the, the train tracks. Anyway, they bought a new warehouse space to start a new brewery and uh, sort of hospitality area. And so just to do a promotion and for a bit of fun, put the word out there, they've organized a three-on-three streetball uh, competition between right. uh, local pubs and cafes and things like that, sort of invited some people along. Uh, mixed, mixed basketball, so you had to have one girl on each team. And so, yeah, we went down there for the final on uh, on a Tuesday. And, um, yeah, it was really good fun. They've got a nice space there. It's uh, serve yourself for all the beers. And <laughs> all proceeds go to helping uh, kids cancer. And so, so charity event. But it seems to be the, um, is it micro brew or, you know, the, yeah. the special brew um, around Melbourne. There's a real tight-knit community, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, especially sort of the, the inner east side, uh, inner north side, sorry. There's popping up everywhere. Yeah. But this place is going to be pretty pretty massive. It's got a big space. But um, yeah, it was a pretty big crowd down there. I posted a photo on Twitter on our account. And, uh, it's yeah, a good setup. Yeah, it's a, got it's it's a shame it's not staying on. Well, a... <laughs> exactly, yeah. The, the area where the, the basketball court is, they're going to have like a, a bar. Uh, apparently around the whole length of the of the wall there. It's going to be sort of like a stomping ground in, in Collingwood or Abbotsford. Uh, but um, they said they're doing a three-point comp for Good Beer Week. Yep. So, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what they do. We're trying to get them to keep the ring there so we can or put tables on wheels or something. So yeah. after hours, you can come down <laughs> there. wheel it back out. Wheel yeah. them back out. It's a good way to settle fights too, just uh, you have a shootout. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll, we'll shoot threes for it. We're not used to that sort of shootout in Collingwood as well. So <laughs> It's something different for them. Yeah, and they released a new beer as well, which is delicious. It was called uh, Pineapple Cream Ale. So if you can get your hands on some of that, it's absolutely delicious. Not heaps of pineapple, but nice and fruity. Kind of like a fruity Kaju Crush. I think so. It sounds like, more like a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the the microbreweries these days are going towards some pretty out there, uh, different styles of beer. Which I guess you've got to, to get noticed when there's so many others out there. Yeah, exactly. And trying to set yourself apart. So, um, yeah, I think I might do a beer of the week this season. Something different. And, and that's your first beer of the week? First beer of the week, yep. So, uh, well, if, I forget. if anyone's a sponsor, send us some beers <laughs> and uh, we'll put them across there. I guarantee you'll be beer of the week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless it's shit, but uh, I just won't mention it then. No, then you'll still be beer of the week for one week and then just slay you off the <laughs> yeah. following. We'll just uh, send the rest out to listeners. <laughs> um, my highlight of the week um, was footy related, no surprise. Yep. Um, it was actually before the Hawthorne Essendon game. Oh, yeah. Because um, yep. I think, obviously, you know, their big the comeback story and they had the march to the G and I didn't mm. go in that, obviously. Yep. Um, but I thought at the game, they actually did it really well because they didn't overdo it. And there right. was, remember, was it, um, it was either Rewalt's 300th last year or Brett Harvey's record breaker where they piped in sound before the game. Yeah, yeah, that was and Brett Harvey's. ruined it. It, yeah. was, it was 427, was it? Yeah. Um, this one, they didn't do too much. Yeah. Before uh, the team came out, uh, before Essendon came out, they had a quick 30-second video play on the big screen right. of Sheedy. 
okay. And that's all they needed. Yep. And she, you know, this is the big one. It's Hawthorne yeah. Essendon. Get your scarfs out. And that's all he had to say. Yep. And just remember, guys, we're still okay. <laughs> so they had, you know, Every Essendon um, supporter was up waving their scarves about like they did back in the day for Sheeds. Yeah, it's a massive crowd there too. It's 80... No, it was it 73? Yeah, like I actually that. have it written down here. We had a grand total of 78,294 people. There you go. People. I, yeah. I, I thought there'd be more, to be honest. Yeah, well, it looked like there was like, a lot of spare seat in the house, but... Um, it was a good crowd. I don't know if it's a corporate box. And also, probably the lowlight of the week was going to the Tigers match. Yes, yes, yep. I know what you're going to say. Say it. Yep, and Scott's Transport. Scott's Transport. Still, still in an empty still box. Still empty. What is going on, guys? So um, I, I said to you, we took a photo yep. and, and just to prove that we're not uh, talking shit. Yeah. Um, I think my goal for this year is to get um, uh, an AVO. Not an AVO. <laughs> what do I want? A restraining order. Yeah, well, for, yeah, we won't get violent with them, but we just want to <laughs> at least get a, get a reaction. I'm going to hassle. Yeah, try and get something out of them. Yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't take too much. Like, the furniture in there looks like it's from the 80s, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I don't think it's been touched. No. I wonder if they, still, I wonder if they forgot to cancel the bill or something. I, I don't know. It might be one of those ones. In which case, I don't know if we're better off uh, going the route of trying to contact Scots or just go the route of trying to impersonate them. Well, I've got a better idea. What if we just sort of snuck our own sign in, put it over the Scott's Transport logo, <laughs> we walk in the back, and when they try and say we're not there, wait, wait mate, wait on a second. Hey. Look at the sign on the front. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you my license. And especially we can walk, rock up with our recording equipment as well. Just got to, <laughs> you know, surely we can get some young kid just convince him to put us in there. I, I'm guaranteed that our recording equipment will get through the uh, metal detectors <laughs> on the front. No, I hope. They were yep, terrible. Yep, yep, go. Yep, yep, yep go. Yep. You know, the absolute theatre of security. Yeah, and I mean, I just thought it was a token effort but exactly. so. I, I don't blame the security guards one little yeah. bit you can, you can tell them they don't give a fuck anyway no, so no, yeah. not at all. all right so let, let's actually go to the games we'll cover the games fairly quickly so we can get into uh more featuring the the next games coming up uh so first off the tigers put on 20 goals against carlton on on thursday night yeah. um, I, I do like the thursday night tradition to open the season yeah definitely um but i'm not a big fan of thursday nights in general but yeah it's like i'm losing that battle well, I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of Thursday nights in general, but I think as a season opener, it's a great way to go. Yeah. But here was what I was thinking, was that if you're going to have the Tigers on the, the Thursday night, I don't see why you couldn't have had the AFL Women's Grand Final on the Friday night. Followed up. <sighs> Putting it on the Sunday was silly. Yeah, especially an opener to a NEFL game, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they had three games in the one day. They had the AFL Women's Final uh, first, then a NEFL practice match, and then the Q Clash. Oh, really? And I think they actually lost 2,000 fans from the... AFLW Grand Final to the to the Q Clash. Yeah, which surprises nobody. I mean, no. it's kind of it's almost a little bit insulting that they try and make it a standalone uh, competition, and then well, you can you can curtain raise the knee. And here's a final. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think they expected Brisbane to be good. Yeah, but I mean, what, why do they have expectations full yeah. stop? <laughs> because you know, and, and no final series, and they've said, you know, next year we think we might do a final series, yeah. and they're going to say, look, this is how we're the game's growing now. We're giving it a final series. I'm like, no, yeah. dickheads! It should have been there in the first place. Exactly, it's a pretty basic structure of how you run a sport, <laughs> play a finals. But yeah, anyway. but uh, back to the Tigers. Uh, Poor old Tigers. It's good to see Dusty. You know, not taking a backward step. Trying to put his contract off and push it up a little bit. <laughs> With, without a doubt, it was a great game. It, yeah. It's the best game he's played. It was a great game to watch, too. Free-flowing, but um, can't get too excited because Carlton are shit. So. Well, especially um, Marchbank and the other GWS import. Uh, yeah. God, I've gone blank. Lucky Plowman. Yep. yep. Um, got plenty of the ball down back and did really well. It looked like, you know, in three or four years' time, they're going to be a real defensive duo. Yeah. But God damn, do they butcher it. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. 
And we said all night, like Carlton just, the, the skills were terrible. Yep. Yeah, and I think the highlight of, of that was old mate sitting behind us, the the couple. I don't know <laughs> oh, where they're okay. from. When you think of a mid forties to fifty year old Carlton supporter, yeah, this stereotype, he was down the middle, exactly. <laughs> yeah, of it. Yep. He was half speaking half Arabic, half English. I'm pretty sure his English was refined to bullshit, fuck, and you. Yeah. <laughs> he was hilarious. Like he was generally hilarious. And he, but he had his insults down. He just had them wrong. Like he was yeah. calling his own player the maggots. I'm like, Mate, yeah, that's the umpires. <laughs> exactly. That's how you insult umpires. Yeah, that was hilarious. So I'm hoping I can get sit into them again, them again, because um, they put on a bit of a show more than what Carlton did. To be honest. More than Carlton, yeah. They're pretty woeful. But I mean. Um, at the end of the day, Richmond weren't that good. No. But no. Dusty was. Dusty was, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't care if, you know, nobody got within 10 metres of him and he was allowed to run off the chain. Yeah. He did more than his job. Yeah. Uh, would he have 30 touches and four goals? He could have had six or seven if he wanted them. Exactly. He gave uh, one off to the first game. Uh, um, fuck, I've forgotten his name now. Right in the goal square. Yeah, which me a good too. Team Butler. Goal. Butler, yeah. He had a good game too. He had a very good game. I think it was a good confidence booster for the youngsters as well because not necessarily, yeah. I mean, you can't, out and out say that they're definitely stars or they're definitely going to be yeah. something because they're playing Carlton with shit but that's got to put yeah, some wind in his sails it's a great way to make your debut yeah exactly I think uh, Tony sort of uh, let down for the Tigers with Taylor Hunt doing fuck all we're not playing tomorrow night are they Tigers playing tomorrow night yeah tomorrow night against Collingwood tomorrow night being Thursday night yeah yeah, um, yeah so Hunt's been dropped yeah um, and, and Lloyd got dropped which I was surprised really? yeah. yeah but uh, it was but speaking of making your debut, I thought uh, Toby Nankervis um, yeah. was uh, fantastic yep. in the ruck yeah. um, on the night. And it was good actually all weekend with the new ruck rules. Um, never mind the few hiccups with the free kicks, but the actual rucking yep. seemed to be better and yep. ruckmen were more important all weekend. Definitely. You'd expect. Yeah. And even Cruz on the other end, he did some handy things down forward as well. Took yeah. some strong marks. Him and um, Weedering. Yeah. With the yeah. best forwards on the night. Definitely, definitely. And, and Gibbs fought hard as well. He put in yeah. 100% effort, which I mean, you always expect out of him. And young Jason Constania got 20, 20 disposals. Um, oh, Georgie. Yeah, I think he scored two goals, four, but he got plenty of it. We <laughs> uh, just uh, put up to our seniors list as well. So yeah, that's yeah, a good upgrade, move there. Upgrade from the rooks. Yeah, even Prestia, 28 disposals, one goal. So. Oh, good, good, good signs, but uh, just got to put a lid on it because, uh, yeah. Well, see, that's it. There were. Not many, but there were a few Tigers supporters getting a bit excited the next day, and I thought, yep. you should know better. Exactly. Out right. of yep. all club supporters, you should know. Yep. And especially coming up against Collingwood this weekend, too. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll, we'll go straight into Collingwood Bulldogs, then. Yeah. Um, I thought Collingwood looked good. They looked great. They, they, looked they really, played really a great game. Yeah. And shared it around very well. Like, it was, it was a much more hard for contest than what the, the final score ended up being. Um, yeah, side bottom was handy for him as well. Kicked a couple of goals, I think. He was really good. Did, really did what good. they needed to do. Uh, Thirty-five possessions as well. Yeah, uh, and even like their like Taylor Adams was been playing better and better each season since they got him from GWS. So they really find a way to fit him and, and Trelaw and yeah. uh, Penelbury who got thirty-five puzzies or something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, Penelbury again was best on ground easy. Yeah, but you had to look like when I was watching the game, I thought um, Bulldogs were a little bit off. Yeah, but still, when it came to the crunch, they had you know the the real class yeah, to well, run it with. Well, I found that they were, um, uh, when the someone was sort of not, they spread it out very well. So someone was always playing their role. Someone was always doing uh, what they needed to be done. Um, yeah. yeah, spread it around a lot. Um, you going to sit down? Just team effort. Yeah, pull up a seat. Yeah, so Josh has just rocked up fresh from some uh, financial advice, which yeah, is uh, yeah. stop betting on long fucking odds. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, just bet on the right fucking odds. Yeah, this is true. But um, yeah, going back to the Bulldogs versus the Pies, uh, it, was, it was always a, a hard-fought contest and you expected that. But I found the Bulldogs shared it around um, very, very well. They always had someone who was, who was picking up the slack, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where it was very Pendlebury and Trelaw dom- yeah. uh, sort of... Uh, uh, focused, focused, re- re- reliable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the four biggest uh, disposal winners were all Collingwood players. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like if you played, um, you know, the time and control, yeah. um, that Collingwood actually won that side of the game. Yeah. I think definitely. they won most categories, like clearances and all that kind of shit. Mm. Yeah, they did. Um, but when it came to uh, the Bulldogs, just needed to uh, turn it up a gear, get a couple of quick goals, and oh, yeah, yeah we, we're, we're good. Don't worry about this. Yeah, and just a bit inefficient as well in front of goal. Like, you know, they really need someone like a, a cloak or someone like that. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yep. But um, Dowhouse uh, and Libba, their pressure on the ball uh, yeah. was fantastic. And that was one of the big differences as well. So, I don't know if you talked about it already, but that moment of the week would have to be Cloak's goal. Yeah. Where he's just, you, you could see he. He loved that fucking yeah. moment. Just uh, adored yep. it. And the fact that he missed his first one as well. Gave <laughs> exactly. Collingwood supporters. Yep. Um, but uh, the cameras obviously focused a lot on Joffa when it happened. Yep. And yep. you can see it. He's like, yeah, oh, give it, give it, get it. And then he's kicked it. And he's like, oh, oh well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. And I think the, they made a good comeback as well. I think Fasola kicked three in the third quarter or something like that to really put the pressure yeah. on the Bulldogs. They, it was not an easy win. They had to fight out for the, to the very siren. They did look slick though. Yeah, yeah, they were very slick. Yeah, but only for parts though. And that's how quality they are as a team, yeah. obviously. Um, I don't think that's a hangover at all. No, um, no. Having said that, Collingwood weren't embarrassed. No, yeah, exactly. Um, which has really fucked up my uh, season tipping. Yeah. Because I really need them to be really quite embarrassed. Yeah, well, it's, it's this, this tipping round was one for the optimists, I think. <laughs> I got five. And, yeah, uh, five's I was all that. I got. Um, I got five, and the leader of my tipping comp got six. So, so yeah, one person got seven, and our work tipping comp was about idiots. forty or so. That was the NRL supporter. It must have been. <laughs> must have been. I don't know who it was. Yeah, so. Actually, no. Someone did get seven, but that's because they got all the away teams. There you go. Ah, uh, right. That's all you need. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's the uh, the the best loss that the Collingwood have ever had, but. You know, it's up there. You don't like honourable losses, but it was it was a good game. They played well. They yeah. showed um, that uh, they're not going to be your rolling over. Yeah, uh, and, and you, you can see just what they needed to fix up, which is mm. a few little mistakes here and there and a few little tweaks. It's not a, not a major turnaround. No. I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to stick the boot in, but they did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. they did. I'm hoping we get a chance to stick the boot in at least once this season well, because I'm, I'll generate one if I have to. Things well. are looking disappointingly really good for Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> if they get. Uh, if they don't show up against the Tigers this week, we'll, we'll have a good 15-minute lay into yep. it next week. Have Absolutely. You heard, you're a uh, mixed already, the shit out of Eddie. I, I've seen the post, but I haven't actually uh, listened to it yet. It's exactly that sort of... He's always been that way, but uh, you just needle him that tiny bit and he goes off. Like, yeah, good. You can't, you can't um, treat it as a business, which I like about that. And, and don't kid yourself either that Ed's not playing it up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's his show. He's yep. on the radio. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, it's like the personality. He just turns it up one more notch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's his job. But I think uh, if you met him in the street and gave him shit about Collingwood, he'd give you shit back. No, you just pay somebody to thump you. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. You'd never be found again. Um, we'll move on to the Saturday, uh, St Kilda versus uh, Melbourne, which is uh, again we flagged it in the preseason primers. Um, yeah. A great matchup to see where the two teams are at. Yeah. Uh, I think we got our answer. Is that Melbourne's well ahead of where? Uh, yeah, I where I thought they were. Yeah. Melbourne were at uh, I think two dollars fifty, which yeah, I really? thought was way over. So, uh, yeah. so I had a crack at that. 
Yeah. But, um, oh, I suppose for the record, wasn't it? Eddie had... had yeah. Well, yeah, they've, years, I mean. they haven't beat uh, St Kilda Eddie had, yeah, since Eddie had was around, I yeah. think, pretty much. But, um, yeah, they, they, they look the business. Once they got going, there was just no stopping them. Well, they kicked 10 in a row, 11 in a row at one stage. Something like that. Smashed um, them. Winners on every line. Yeah, and Jordan Lewis just the sort of the the ability he adds in that midfield to free up everyone else. Like I said, um, in the Melbourne uh, Primer, he is more valuable to Melbourne than he is to Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah he increased uh, his efficiency it. and his popularity dramatically. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Saints have struggled to play a whole game again, which is a bit of concern. You think they would have tightened that up uh, over the offseason? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd expect that Gorn would dominate in the ruck, but I really thought that. Uh, 54 to 19. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought Saints would put up a better show yeah. uh, than that. But in our preseason, I tipped Hickey yeah. to have a breakout year. He, he got schooled. Yeah, I mean, he came up against the reigning All-Australian. Exactly. Um, yeah. And he got beaten, which you'd expect. But I just, I didn't think he'd get flogged. Yeah, I didn't think it would be sort of that much of a beating. But I mean, the clearances were 44-31. Inside 50s were 55-43. Yeah. Kind of makes it difficult to really uh, get a rebound and bounce back, especially when you've got uh, Lewis yeah. and Jones and Vince, who all think have got over 30 possessions. I'm um, just pumping them. Yeah. The thing is, too, Melbourne had more turnovers and less free kicks. So there's no there's no blame game that, uh, that no. Yeah. Saints can say. I don't they, think anybody's got beat. Yeah, And... Um, it was in the fourth quarter when Rui went down, and everyone, the immediate yeah. reaction, including uh, Rewald himself, was, "That's it, he's done." God yeah. damn it! So yeah. that was just really the you know kicking a while they were down. Turns yeah. out, you know, twenty four hours later, it, things are all right. He's yeah. going to be back in a month or so. so but best possible solution, though, like if you see a player go down like that, treat it bad because yeah. He, yeah. you know he's a he's had a few injuries here and there. So yeah. I'm glad that they treated it as if it was terminal, and then found out not as bad as we thought. Yeah. Rather yeah. than say. Oh, he could probably play out the game. I think he actually um, said the next day he's a little bit embarrassed. He thought he overdid it. <laughs> and I thought, mate, no, it's fair enough. We all thought the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, especially when Doc Larkins said he's, he's usually oh. one that overdoes it. So. <laughs> According to Doc Larkins, he's six feet under now. Yeah. What about uh, Clayton Oliver, young fella? He playing well? Racking Look, up. Looking the goods? Racked up like 36 possessions. Um, yeah, but and, clearance work was his uh, his main one for the day. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it was really hard for the Saints to turn it around after that. I think Jack Steele was one of the standouts for the Saints. It was a good pickup. Um, but apart from that, yeah, it uh, seems they're probably a season behind Melbourne in regards to development. Yeah, and, and Melbourne looked well-oiled. Yep. Um, yeah. I haven't checked the, the draw yet to see they line up against next week. But uh, they're... Yeah, I think now, you know, finals would have been their pass mark. Yep. Now, I think they want to secure finals with games in, in hand. Oh, next week, they've got Carlton with the G, though. Oh, f- Jesus Christ. Oh, like, uh, if you're a Carlton supporter turning up to that, you're optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll need to set themselves a benchmark in, you know, uh, Richmond the scored... Mark. Yeah. Richmond scored 130 against Carlton. Whose home game is it? Uh, uh, the big, the G. It's uh, uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, it has yeah. to be Melbourne, yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, should get behind uh, old mate again. The, our fellas were talking about four. Remember, sit behind us in the Richmond game. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's the only thing that'll make that game worthwhile watching if you're a Carlton supporter. Say, if we can find where old mate uh, the Carlton supporter is, yeah. and if he's still going and sit <laughs> yeah. directly in front of him, we'll be footy buddies. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> Kick it, you f- maggot! <laughs> Kick it, fucking maggot! Um, on to I'm I'm going to say the upset of the round. Um, Port Adelaide put mm. on a clinic. Yeah. Upset me. <laughs> I could not believe it. I, before, if if I was going to put a bet on, I put on a bet that Sydney were the top scoring side for the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did not pick Port Adelaide, not only beating them, beating Away. them comfortably yeah. at the SCG and putting on 110 points. And beating them in the middle too. And Robbie Gray having a quiet day. Yeah, he did not dominate. Yeah. But, um, dom- he was 
He was not even the top 10 players. He, he got knocked unconscious, I think, as well. Which yeah, well, there is that. Copped a little knock. Yeah. But they beat them. Yeah, you're right. They beat them in centre clearances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And allowed Wingard to think he three up forward. Yeah. And you can't allow him to just get free like that. And you think Sydney, usually they're better, better than that. But um, yeah, it makes it really hard to, for for an uh, opposition team when you can't get hands on the ball first, especially with a midfield like Sydney's. And, yeah. and Rampy going down obviously didn't help, but they were losing before that anyway, so yeah. but it didn't the, make a huge difference. The funny part is Sydney had more possession, they had more efficiency, and more inside 50s. Yeah. But yet still came up short because quality, like a lot of that is, you know, hip pocket handballs. Well, part of that too is uh, Port Adelaide kicking goals from outside 50. This is true. You don't worry about the inside 50s when you've got a first game of kicking them from 55 and clearing the fucking fence. And sharing them around too. I think they had 10 different goal scorers and five of them in multiple goal scores. But you're right though with Sydney, the possessions, just, uh, you know, little handball, handball, handball around the back trying to get somebody open. Yeah. But, I mean, you do you do those because all your options are, are taken. Yep. And yeah. that's what Port Adelaide were doing. They were hassling them and covering yeah. each, um, the the outlets so well. Yep. And, I mean, Buddy still kicked his four goals, which is probably your, your standard for him. Yeah. But um, no one else seemed to really pick up the slack when they needed it. Well, uh, like we said, um, you got your other ones there. You know, Tippett's meant to be the, the best ruck forward in the competition. Yeah. He's getting blanketed. Yeah, maybe they maybe they shouldn't have got rid of old Tom Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> they could have used him in the middle. They could have used another middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it, it absolutely surprised me, this one. Yeah. Um, and even still, we, I thought that uh, one of the weaknesses of Sydney is key backmen. Yeah. But yeah. they've got it around that with a backline system. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Dixon was good without dominating. Exactly. So yeah. that wasn't the reason again. They yep. were just, you know, their strength is their midfield and they got killed in the midfield. Yeah. What I like too is it was a, the game was up for grabs still. Like um, they went into halftime, I think it was about even or maybe a, a couple of points down and managed to just hold off and keep fighting, make it tough. Yeah. Make it tough for Sydney to score, make it tough for them to do anything. Exactly, yeah. yeah that, the pressure was crazy and... Um, yeah, but they didn't blow them away and then hold. No, it was... It was, it was I, a struggle the whole, whole way through. Um, yeah, Port were only just up uh, less than a goal uh, so, uh, at uh, half time and yep. then put on eight goals to four in the yeah, second half. I think it started drizzling in the third as well or something like that. A little bit of rain, rain there, yeah. which actually has been um, a weakness of Sydney in the last couple of years. Yeah. It used to be, you know, when it rains, Sydney, don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, for some reason, they've struggled in the wet recently. First game, Powell Pepper. He had a, he had a great said, one. You got yeah. the rising star nod. Yeah, yep. deserved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like a first gamer. No, yeah. he's on my... Um, on my super coach team, so I'm fucking stoked with that. Um, Anyone know how old Brett Eddie did? Did yeah, did okay. Did some things. Um, he, he did look a little bit nervous and a little. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say slow, but it, it was his first game. And even yeah. though he's, I think he's 26, 27, yeah. so he's mature, um, but still looked like he needed to get into the groove. He got uh, three touches. Yeah. Um, of uh, of AFL footy. Yeah, I think. Uh, Jackson Trango's got to be stoked that Paddy Wright is back in the team. Yeah. It took a lot of pressure off him. Doesn't it? And it made a huge difference. Um, and, and Paddy did all right, too. He does look a little bit slower yep. um, than I remember. But then again, it's been you know over 12 months he since was, we've seen him. He was never rapid. Yeah, but he was he was agile. He was, he was mobile definitely. for a big man. For a big man, yeah. yeah. He, he's tall and skinny, but he didn't look as tall and skinny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a few KFCs in the off-season. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Um but yeah, it's certainly a, a shock to me, um, that one. And it's gonna, it just makes this season even more interesting because it I thought la- last, season was, mm. last season was a cracker yeah. and this one's just shaped up to be even better. Yep. And I think that shows with the attendance record of the first round. We had over 400,000 people yeah. go to watch a footy, which is just incredible. 
Well, I, biggest I, of all time, I believe. Yeah, yep, yeah I'm pretty I, sure. I knocked up two. I'm, I'm, I said it last year, but I'll try again this year to keep a tally of how many games I actually attend. Yeah, I saved my ticket, put it in the drawer. I've got my yeah. little ticket drawer there, so oh. we'll see how that goes. You should have a ticket wall. I'm up to, I'm up to two. Mm. Um, on to Saturday night. We've already said about the uh, lead-up to the game, so that was, I thought, fantastic by yeah. um, Essendon. Um, came out of the blocks absolutely flying. Yeah, it was like, what the heck, seven, no, how many goals? No, they keep the first three in, in five minutes. Yeah, and that. Hawthorne barely touched the ball. Yeah. I remember one uh, play seeing, I think it was Hartung. Uh, he's got a bit of toe about him. Uh, yep, yep, this is yep. late in the third. Yeah, he's running and uh, Danaher ran him down. Uh, yeah, he couldn't get away from Danaher. Yep. Um, and it actually happened a couple of times in the night. So I don't know if it was a heavy track or what do they call it, a dead four or something? I, in the I dare terms? say a lot of the Essendon players just playing beyond themselves for that game. Just, to, I, you know, you get the the blood in the water of facing a team like Hawthorne that's had success over the period versus Essendon that's had the absolute opposite direction of success over that period. <laughs> and they've just gone, this is our night. This is our grand yeah. final. This is where it's all worthwhile. Yep. And they're not thinking of next week. They're can't thinking, wait till the wheels fall off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, they probably will, let's be honest. With, with the rundowns, there was one, um, like Burgoyne caught uh, McDonald, Tip and Woody. And I, I never Jesus. thought that had happened. Holy shit. And there was Frawley, uh, Collier yep. couldn't get away from Frawley. And then uh, Hartung couldn't get away from Danaher. Um, which is really disappointing for Hartong because this is his year. You know, he needs to stamp himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right. It was emotion, I believe, that got Essendon over the line uh, yeah. and, and speed. They were too quick mm. through the midfield. Yeah, but it was their grand final. Like they, they're not thinking of. They've been building I don't want to play for next a long week. Time. You yeah. know, I, I'm. I want to be good for next week. They're just thinking, no, I, I need to play well now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And this, not just this game. This quarter. I thought Zach Merrill was a standout with 37 possessions and yeah. I couldn't believe he's only 21 years old too. Yeah. I don't, like, holy like, shit. He's, he's legitimately putting his hand up for superstar status. Oh, definitely. He's putting, yeah, we we'll keep that form up. Well, I think he played good last season too. He did so a great he had a very season. good last season. Keep that up. Uh, even Tom Mitchell had 37 disposals as well, which is, yeah. which is handy, but still not making up for uh, for uh, um, Sam and no. uh, Lewis coming out as well. But uh, the whole match, there's only one player that had single-digit disposals. Oh, really? Yeah, that was Cyril. Yeah. He got a cocked thigh or something. So, yeah, he yeah. hurt himself early on. He yeah. wasn't his usual damaging self. Yeah, so everyone shared around. Everyone got plenty of it, which is good. That, that is unusual. Handful. I don't know yeah. if how many times that's happened. There's yeah. only been one player with you know single-digit disposal. Yep. Yeah, Dyson was best on ground for yeah. mine. Honestly, I, I've kind of been on the fence with him uh, for a little while, but no, he, he, he got an absolute blinder. He, he was doing everything. He was yeah. in and under. He was on the outside. He was making quality decisions, quality mm. possession. First game as captain too, and mm. yeah. certainly looked like the role suits him. Yeah, Fantasia's grown into his role as well. He had another great game. Absolute goal scene. When he, he yeah. kicked four, yeah, um, about that. And uh, you know the, they weren't easy shots either. They were, mm. You know, turn around around the corners and one yeah. grab um, snaps from the goal yeah. square. Even though it's from the goal square, it's still what you need yeah. to do. And you know, it was also on the on Hawthorne side of things. Uh, good to see Jared Ruffhead back in the regular season. I know yeah. he played a couple of JLT yeah. games, but standing ovation when he kicked that goal. And yeah. look, some some moments are bigger than the sport and that's one yeah. of them for me. There there were a few of them this round actually. It was a yeah. nice little uh, happy round. A bit of love shared about. Yeah. Well, except for Travis Cloak, but um yeah, look, oh, the whole the whole league love that except for Collingwood. Let's be honest. This is true. But, I mean, you can't expect to kick 19 points and win a game. Though. That's that's the sort of glaring, obvious uh, flaw that were within Hawthorne's yeah. strategy. Well, I'm a bit like Friday night. Um, I felt like Hawthorne controlled the ball more, but yeah. when they did, it was a real grind to get yeah. the ball forward because they were covered so well. Yeah. Whereas when they turned the ball over, especially in the back 50, Essendon just moved it and, and cut through the zone like butter. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, the, and, and at the game, watching it, 
um, McDonald, Tip and Woody didn't get used as much as he could have. He really? had a great game, yep. but God he, damn, was he was open so often. Yeah, um, he's running to space. Like watching the, the yep. telecast, fantastic. Like he, he was able to read. All right, these guys are going to run over here. I'm going to run in this space. That well, will develop. It's confidence in your team too. Mm. The, the knowing I can, I can go now. Yeah, because essentially he, he must be leaving his man, or yep. you know, he's yep. running into a different zone. Um, he could have been used so much more. He was open that often. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, always looked like he had, uh, had had space and time. And yeah. when he got the ball, he used it quite well. But he should have got it more. Well, two key stats for mine. Uh, marks, Essendon had 135 to 82. Mm. That's total marks. Yeah. Um, inside 50, 16 and 9. But, you know. And then tackles, 65 to 48. So they beat them in marks and tackles. Yeah, yeah and I think they smashed them uncontested possessions as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they I, they I, looked I, after the ball. 288 to 227. So, and contested was pretty close, 144 to 142. Yeah, right. But uh, just be able to get that amount of marks means they've had such clean hands in uh, delivery because you drop a mark and all of a sudden that plays yeah. under pressure. Yeah. If you can take it and you know stick it, mm. so it's much easier. You got time to set up, things are going well, breeze in yeah. your hair, love and life. It, it did feel like yeah, the Hawthorne um, goals they had to work hard for. Yeah. Um, whereas the Essen goals was just it flowed. And yeah. how well did Essen use the middle? Like yeah. the, I don't fucking know when this uh, not using the corridor thing came in, but. Straight out the corridor, move well, it damn quickly. Mate, if the option's there, there, you fucking use it, don't you? And that's what they, they did. did very well. Um, some other teams, and North is one of the major ones, seem to just love the fucking boundary yeah. line. Like just the left hand boundary line, stick on there, love and life. But it doesn't work all the time. Um, there's the time. a few contentious umpiring decisions, but I, I feel like the game was. Yeah, Hawthorne got a couple of easy kicks, I thought. I thought that the game was um, umpired consistently. It just so happened that Hawthorne was in the position to get the free kick more yeah. times that, that didn't. But um, I'm glad that it has pointed out the uh, the third man up rule yeah. and nominating your ruckman. Yeah. Um, because uh, there was that one that's been highlighted, and I like that uh, the what's it the golden whistle or whatever it's called the know. AFL program where they go through the contentious decisions. Um, Ty Vickery's nominated himself from ruck, but he's 25 metres away from the contest. <laughs> Billy Hartung's put his hand up to signal to a teammate, and the umpire's gone, yep, he's nominated. <laughs> the shortest man in the league, just about. They're going, yep, yep. I don't get why we need to nominate a ruckman. Yeah. Like, okay, there's no third man up. Well, why don't you just, if more than one person goes up, that's a free kick? Yeah, exactly right. we've had a rule for... I think it's for the other bloke, though. Like, if I'm next to you... It's a shit. Well, if I'm next to you and you think yeah. I'm the ruckman, but a third bloke jumps over you, well, then I'm shepherding you, and that's a free kick. You can't shepherd the ruckman. Yeah, because if I'm not the ruckman and I shepherd you, yeah, no, no, but you are the ruckman. All right, and I'm I've, not the ruckman. Yep, my teammate jumps over the top of you, but you're looking at me like I'm about to jump for the ball. Yeah, but I'm not. But I'm just shoulder to shoulder with you. That's fine. I have but no problem. It's with also, that. a third man up. Technically. Um, if that person doesn't engage the ruckman, if he does engage the ruckman, then it's a free kick. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm just standing beside you, yeah, that's fine. You engage me. Technically, it's third man up, and yeah. uh, well, I mean, but we've up. had a rule that you can't shepherd the ruckman for centuries. Yeah, okay, maybe it's an exaggeration, but anyway, but you never had to nominate who the ruckman was in yeah. order to be shepherded because the two big blokes in the middle, the, everyone's fair enough. It's that ugly bastard. Yeah. Listen, um, I mean, if you can't tell who the person you're working against is, then, I mean, you just got bamboozled, really. Yeah, yeah but it, it also makes it not cut and dry, because then you've got either... Well, it's not cut and dry now. Well, it is, when you nominate the Ruckman. 
Yeah, well, what you if the, the Ruckman is? What if the Ruckman nominates? He's twenty-five meters away from the contest. And that's and then, Ty Vickery. He's an idiot. Since <laughs> where are we, you deserve it because you picked him up. You knew he's an idiot. We got him. He's still an idiot. But now. He didn't make the mistake. The fucking umpire did. But since whenever but we, it's fair enough to assume whenever, that whenever Vickery's Rain's... involved, he's at least half liable for a mistake. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, I think we should never be aiming for rules in our game that aren't completely ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> kind of against the code of the sport. Yeah, you're exactly. never really going to hear blo- many blokes go. Oh, I wasn't yeah. quite sure about that rule, but yeah. now that you've explained yeah. it to me, well, I think that might have been nothing right. nothing to yell out. Half the time, though, I love it when there's uh, the whistle's been blown and all the players look around and goes, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. exactly. Right. They're all happen a lot. professional <laughs> athletes, <laughs> yep. and none of them have an idea. It's even better when two of the umpires are like, free kick this way, no, this way. No, this happened first. And <laughs> ah. see the umpires are starting to have a little alpha male moment. Have a vote. Fuck <laughs> it, I'll throw it up. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was a... Um, I did hear, you know, uh, actually, the old man who we went to the game with said, God, if there's any supporters that really um, get arrogant when they're winning, it's Essendon ones. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? They can have this one. <laughs> they, they, fair enough. You've been yeah. through the ringer. And the fans haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to go a little bit over the top on this one. Oh, that's we'll, true. we'll let that slide. Yeah. But we'll pump you next time. Don't worry about that. Yep. And yeah, like I said, just can't wait till the wheels fall off because uh, <laughs> you will not be safe. <laughs> oh, contentious though I did see Worsfall came out in the week saying he wanted to get Heard back at the club yeah, yeah. Like, mate it took North 10 years to get Kerry back I think this is a little too soon hey, uh, what's his name uh, Bartlett how long did he leave before he came back to Richmond oh, 25 years yeah probably maybe more than that I think he only came back a couple of years ago didn't he yeah. and uh, he said he regretted it but um, yeah. he's got his statue out the front now So I, I can see Heard coming back Yeah, yeah it's going to be at least one more year till Ben Cousins gets back to West Coast <laughs> yeah. well he might meet a few of his teammates <laughs> yep. but Anyway, um, on to the Q Clash, which oh, turned out into game of the a round. Game. Yeah, just about, wasn't it? Like in terms of nail biting finish, yeah, it was pretty. It was much better than it deserved to be. Like yeah. I thought this would be a, I'm not even going to bother kind of. Yeah, thing. I thought yeah. it'd be a shit show. Yeah, um, but I didn't watch much of it because I was at the Hawthorne Essendon game. Yeah. But uh, when we were at the game, we saw the scores come up on the f- scoreboard. There was one part there where um, the old man said it's uh, five three to nothing. I thought all right, five five goals to three goals. Yeah. Went, no, no. no. Five three, like, oh, oh shit! Brisbane are kicked away. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely blitzed them at the start. Yeah, well, in the first half, uh, Brisbane outscored them uh, sixty nine twenty three. In the second half, it was the other way around, where Gold Coast yeah, outscored them seventy three twenty nine. So it's, it's a game of two halves of footy. I think each team played a half football, and together yeah. we got one game of football. Yeah, and it was a decent game. I, yeah. I was lucky enough to uh, get home. Yeah, it, yeah, it was and, good to watch. And watch the last 10 yeah, minutes. It had just under 13,000 people there, which for uh, two teams who were expecting to finish on the bottom in a state that hasn't really embraced the code yet, um, it's not a bad turnout. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, but still, I mean, this is their marquee grudge match for the year. Yeah. And you've got, you know... Like, yeah, but it was one of the, the weekends where Brisbane had pretty shit weather. I mean, they go through a cyclone now. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I guess actually. so. But yeah. I mean, they, they what's really disappointing is they had uh, 15,000 a uh, couple of hours earlier for the women's game. Oh, did they? So they couldn't hang on to them. Jesus. <laughs> uh, which is fair enough because I would have gone if there was a needful practice match on in between. Yeah. Which is just yeah. stupid, but we've it's, talked enough about it's that. the Aaron Phillips mm. factor. Um, so, I mean, I, I didn't know how many wins um, Brisbane would get this year and I th- think it's going to be still under five yeah but uh th- that's a great start to their season yeah exactly and it, it, to be honest um jlt series they look good and yep. they carried it through well like we said they've had they've got talent in the team it's just a matter of fleshing out that that structure yeah, that and, bone. And yeah. keeping the talent on the park yeah exactly what um surprised me was young bastanak yeah a good little match he got uh, forward. Some, some posies and three possessions uh three goals rather pushed forward too yeah did very well 
Yeah, the bastard. I think I had him on chopping block too. <laughs> I well, think we all did. I think he deserved to be. So yeah. look, hey, yeah. I'm happy to be proven wrong in that case. He's uh, he's not a bad little player. He's, yeah, he's done all right. And uh, I think with um, the, on the other side of the coin, this is really bad for Gold Coast um, because they they got a tough run coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think yeah, especially after Collingwood have had a good game. Yeah. Yep. Um, Richmond have had a win. Let's not call it a good game. They've had a win. Mm. Um, so when it comes to coaches under the firing line, Rockets... Uh, yeah, he's in trouble. He's in front and centre. And even he said he didn't know how that they got such a poor start uh, yeah. out of the blocks, which is true. I mean, I don't know whether they're wrong, but Abbott was still trying. He laid some tackles. and But, but he was trying. He, he's not dominating. Exactly, yeah. And he should dominate yep. against Brisbane. Even Jared Witts, the Ruckman, still put his, his arms out, get a few Did tackles a rock, and tried yeah. to stop the flow that was uh, sort of killing them. But uh, just not enough people that stood up. Uh, Took Miller played all right. We tutored him as hopefully, hopefully being the next talent on that team, and he's showing that he's got the potential to do that. I mean, Tom Lynch was still a, a good target up forward yeah, uh, and kicked three goals, but you know, especially against that um, Brisbane defence, he, he yeah. should be, you know, he should be getting 25 touches exactly. and kicking a, a handful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that'll be shown uh, again when Brisbane play the next teams and, and the back line is going to be proven to be a little bit uh, wanting. Yep. Um, but no, I thought it was uh, an even effort from Brisbane. Yep. Um, but uh, it's good to see, you know, First uh, game coach for Fagan as well, so he's got his uh, his win under the under yeah the belt. exactly. Stephen Martin wasn't as uh, dominant as I thought he would be, though. No, I mean he's playing against athletic ruckman mm-hmm. um, in, in Gold Coast. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. well, Wits uh, had him in hitouts <laughs> and not quite as many around the ground possessions, but he had Wits had a lot more tackles. Like he was able to shut yeah. down uh, the Rovers. His, his athleticism yeah. was able to catch them. Yeah, yep. going into it, you would have thought he would have smashed Wits. Yeah, yeah I, um, but, I would have thought so. But Martin, he, he didn't have a great last year. Uh, no, it was in this game too where he got knocked out, that horrific mm, knockout. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, that can hang around for you. Yeah, uh, a bit of a ghosty, yeah. But he, he's had long enough now to recover that uh, you can't Physically use that recover. excuse yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, look, I, I hope he comes back to where he was because he was all Australian contention, contention in, yeah. uh, in 15. And he's a big unit. He is a big lad. Um, on to the Sunday games then. Uh, North Melbourne versus West Coast well, went the way you probably expected, but North put up a better show um, than uh, than some would have thought. Well, the, it went exactly the way I feared. I mean, I'd, you're always hoping for a win, yeah. but um, when North had, I think the stat was only four of their best 22 out of full preseason. Yeah, uh, when yeah. that happens, and then you get run over in the third and fourth quarter, you're going to say, "Well, that's kind of where it's coming from." Yeah. Um, plus, you know, going with more rookies in one game than they did in the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are those are excuses, but it's it's going to be pain, this sort of pain for the next probably six seven rounds. A- yeah. End of the day, though, eight, an eight goal loss at home to the Eagles. Yeah. You think, oh, that doesn't look good on paper, but. Really, you go. You know what? It's about where they're at. They they showed endeavour. Yeah. And, um, look, and look, if Jared Wake kicks straight, <laughs> yeah, one goal one seven. seven yeah. Fuck. It's not bad. To the other end of Kennedy kicking seven goals zero. Yeah. Uh, and Kennedy could have kicked ten if he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gave away handballs in the goal square. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. They they cantered in and only gave enough effort that they uh, were required to. Yeah, only 38 possessions for Mitchell. Yeah, pretty disappointing, that one. Fucking hell. Well, th- this is the game, and again, it's going back to uh, Tom Mitchell yeah. um, at Hawthorne. The the main difference between the two of them, because uh, Sammy had 38, Tom yeah. had 37 touches. Yeah. 
But the thing is with Sam is when he gets the ball, he stops and props, and you have to stand off him because he can go either way. Yeah, yeah. Tom Mitchell does not have a right foot. Yeah, exactly. And there was mm-hmm. plenty of times on um, the, at the Saturday night game where he'd get the ball, and if he looked, he had a little dinky 25-meter pass on his right foot, but he has to wheel around on his left, missed it. Yeah. With Sam, I mean, he just gets the ball, um, and you can see it all day. Yeah, know? exactly. And half the time, like, I think he had uh, two to one when it comes to handballs to kicks. Yeah. But his handballs are usually 20-meter handballs. Yeah, and again, either hand. Yeah. That's one thing that I'm, and we've said before, constantly amazed by is that how many players, playmakers no less, have one foot or one hand, especially left leggers. Yep, Le- yeah. left leggers are the worst for it. So I'm going to pot left leggers yep. uh, all season. Yeah, yep. keep an eye Fuck on them. that. But um, cacks. One thing that I did notice uh, watching the game was a glaring hole for North. Was they had they dominated the ruck. Uh, Prius and Goldstein. Goldstein a cracker. Had a, a you know, Goldstein was. The, the Ruckman of the match. Prius, 32 uh, hit outs and three goals. Yeah. yeah, Prius had, I think, 19 hit outs and uh, got on the scoreboard. You don't think it was Petrie, Ruckman of the match? <laughs> In terms of heart, fuck me. You get a broken hand, he's like, nah, just strap that motherfucker up well, and go on out. he knows he hasn't got many left. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he showed so much heart there, so good on him. I'm glad the, the North supporters applauded him yeah, uh, when he got yeah. his goal. That's what, what you want to see. But um, what I was going to say, the hole that North have is they're in and under players, good. Like... Uh, Zebel, uh, Swallow had some good in and under work. Cunnington, uh, rucking great, but there's no outside run. Like there's yeah, uh, there's yeah. no Wells, Harvey Del Santo to get the ball to outside. Atley yeah. tried, and he sputtered it up so fucking yeah. often. Yeah, I think Zebel was the only one that really sort of put his hand up there. Thomas went missing. Don't even know if he rocked up to the game. <laughs> well, I was hoping he'd have a better year, but at the yeah. end of the day, he's coming up against like a class outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like, Look at I've got. I had Eagles finishing top two this year. Um, but well, we, we all have them in the top four yeah. I'm pretty certain um, so for him to develop into a midfielder yeah. and he needs to play up the ground more yeah. it's very hard when you're going against well literally two Brownlow medalists exactly mm. plus Gaff there as well who's just been killing it like, Chewy. continuing his form yeah. from last year the, the, the Brown kicked three goals in a space of ten minutes or something like that in yeah. the quarter which mm. doesn't help <laughs> but um, Eagles had twice as many marks as North yeah. which is also a, a, a telling stat and half a uh, Twice as many contested marks as well. They had Endeavour, North, yeah, and that's all yeah. you can ask for. And end of the day, they kicked 93 points. Yeah, That exactly. wins you most like, games. It's, it's, a, it's a big score. And I mean, the only team that didn't win, uh, or only team that won by scoring under 100 was Brisbane. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's like a pretty shit team. But I think the, the highlight of this has got to be uh, Kane Turner's little write-up bio in the, the footy record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stitch-up. Yeah, the old uh, bait-and-switch, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, the boys filled out for him. Who are your idols? You know, the Teletubbies. Yep, yeah. Uh, Favourite player was Relton Roberts. Yep. yep. Favourite player to watch is Zach Dawson. Of yep. course it is. <laughs> so, yeah, someone's had a good old stitch-up there. I'd, I'd normally bra- blame Brent Harvey, uh, and he's still yeah, around the club, still so might yeah. be him. Yep. <laughs> um, but the fact that he said the uh, player he idolised most growing up was Paul O'Hearn sort of tells me who might who have, might had, have a, been, yeah. had a bit of a hand in that one. Yep. Good on him at his new club. Yeah. Um, on to probably the second biggest upset for the round um, was Adelaide Crows putting on a clinic and uh, beating the Giants by 10 goals. Yeah. Down uh, the captain too. It was a late withdrawal. Yeah. yeah. But to be honest though, it doesn't affect their makeup that much. Exactly. I, I think. Yep. Um, but once the... Crows get going at home, and the crowd just carries them through. Yeah, they were never letting up, oh, yeah. and and they do. Like the 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 Adelaide Oval has become just such yeah. a, an advantage for the Crows. Yeah, mm. an absolute fortress. It's a four goal Eddie Betts advantage. Yeah, well, they scored just under a hundred points in the last half alone, which is just mm. ridiculous. I mean, that's just really putting your foot on the throat. Yeah, um, I thought that uh, Jeremy Cameron, um, his absolute freak ability. Um, 
made uh, GWS look respectable. Yeah. And there were times where you know their play was really slick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Running through the middle, but it was just consistent, constant pressure from Adelaide. Yeah. And never let them breathe. And had a lot of pace about the Adelaide team as well. I mean, they were very free flowing and scoring goals at the back, and yep. mm. sort of always everyone thought everyone real, real drill to look like that. Everyone knew where they where they had to be, what their strategy was, and they executed it uh, to a T. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. And uh, Jake Jake Kelly uh, put his end up for a sledge of the year. You know that? Well, yeah, I, I thought it's almost the anti sledge, isn't it? Yeah. So for those that don't know, he had to go at Stevie J, and Jake Kelly is the son of uh, Craig. Ned- Craig Kelly, that's it. Ned Kelly. Ned, no, Ned's his nickname. Yeah, well. Or Cementhead. Has to be. Um, who uh, is the manager for yeah. uh, Stevie J. So he said, uh, ease up, you've been paying for my business class tickets to, to Europe. Europe for the last six years. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought, hang on, isn't that good for Stevie J? <laughs> like, I could imagine that Stevie J would go, shut up, young lad, I've been paying for your... Like, that might, would make more sense to me that yeah. way. But anyway, what a fight you boat. Whatever floats your boat. He's happy. Yep. Comes from a, you know, rich background. Good on him. <laughs> Can't. Uh, I would have said something about, like, uh, you know, shouldn't you be a father-son pick or they didn't watch you? Anyway. <laughs> Just like your mum. <laughs> Having said that, um, Stevie J, I thought, was a bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. His first game back and yep. looked a little bit slow. He did. Um, starting at, to at show times. that, yeah. But um, on the other side, Eddie Betts, holy shit. Didn't like, he? Well, he what, does. What else he needs to do? Yeah. D- did what he, what he does. Um, went for a couple of flies and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen him take a screamer, but Jesus no, Christ, he, he comes close, isn't he? He gave it a go. He's uh, certainly not lack of effort. No. Um, and I, I was looking at the sort of everyone getting up in arms, not up in arms, but everyone going on about Phil Davis making sure he's all right. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was spiked on his head. And originally I was thinking, well, I mean, what sort of can't wouldn't go and yeah. make sure he's all right? But then I thought, they've been focusing on so much negative bullshit from the AFL media for so long that it's kind of good that they started focusing on some positive things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, like, so I was thinking, well, I was going to stop being such a, such a cunt myself. goes back to your, it was a happy round. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. Charlie Cameron, he told the goal, goal uh, fucking umpire. Told the no, no, mate, touched. Yeah, touched it, yeah. yeah. Single goal. So yeah, I thought it was a nice little feel-good round for the for the fans for well, long, long all games. 22 goals, I mean, they had plenty to spare. No, this is true, yeah. So and puts them right, the way, right up the top of the ladder too, so that percentage is always going to help. And, yeah, yeah come when it comes uh, tight at the end of the year, they'll appreciate those ones. Yep. Yeah, I, I tipped Adelaide to do pretty damn well, so I'm feeling fairly yeah. confident now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tip them to do better than GWS, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't think the Rory Laird would be getting 40 possessions against GWS. No. Like, um, that's crazy. Who said but, he was overrated? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can go back to last year though. GWS lost to Melbourne in the opening round, yeah, true, and still finished top four. So yep. um, I'm sure that they've been reminded of that fact by their staff this week. So yeah, yep. don't don't expect that they'll fall off the perch. No. Um, into the final game, um, seven o'clock on a Sunday night. God knows why. Uh, Geelong did enough to get over um, at Frio. Good to see a little bit of spite though. Yeah, um, yep. out there. So they haven't forgotten the old rivalries. Well, yeah, but that's it, exactly it did right. seem like there was spite there, but it seemed like Geelong were kind of just. You know, putting in the spite to have it. They, yeah, they didn't seem literally. like they were really like, oh, yeah, we're fucking killing you guys. It was like, lads, we can finish this any time you like. Yeah, do, you, do you really? No, you still want to be dickheads? All right, well, we're going to keep cracking. A bit you. like yeah. holding the, the little fellow back by his forehead when he's trying to punch you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's pretty, it ended up being the most one-sided affair. There wasn't much they could do about Selwood and Dangerfield. Yeah, they're pretty much yeah it, it didn't um, eventuate into the, the one-on-one, you know, yeah. um, matchup that they had in Adelaide a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and Sandalands return was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as well. I thought that Frio showed they're better than last year, but 
Still, yeah. have to be. Still yeah. a little way to go. Well, especially playing at home, you expect him to be yeah. able to put on a better performance than that. Do you reckon uh, Fife left resume? <laughs> at Geelong? No. Well, he's leaving them all around the place, I reckon. Uh, Geelong's the one place that they won't... Uh, Do you has got no chance at. If, if he did go there... Fuck, I mean, even Sydney would be like, hang on, that's a bit fucking out of order. <laughs> and then they sign Ablett on minimum. Yeah. <laughs> like, so imagine midfield with Dangerfield, Fife, Selwood, Ablett. Ablett. You, you've got to throw, like, they've got to get Zach Dawson just to even shit up, don't they? <laughs> he, he'll be their ruckman. <laughs> it still wouldn't matter. And uh, uh, we'd all love to see it too. It'd be fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think, to be honest, it was uh, 42 points to the Cats, but it was yep. just. It was one of those games where the result was known, yep. like, I think, in the second quarter. Really. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they just went through the motions to get they there. Definitely took their foot off the pedal in the last quarter. Uh, came home in a canter. Really. And yet, Freddie had more inside 50s. Yeah. yeah. Which just shows you the stats don't tell the full story. Exactly. Everything. You've got to watch the game. Yeah. yeah. I think that was uh, Nat Fife just running in and out of the 50 metres about sure. 20 times. Um, so that uh, ooh, wraps it up for the exciting round one that it was. Um, so let's have a look at round two. Um, and what's coming up so Thursday night we've got uh, Collingwood and Richmond um, in Richmond's first home game so they're trying to drum up that yep. um, anyone game enough to tip the Tigers hey, yeah I'm on it I'm yep. third on the ladder Tigers yep. will kill them here we are get on the train we'll put, we'll put one through them so it's going to be an interesting midfield battle like we it's said it's going to be uh, amazing yeah. Pendlebury Sidebottom uh, Trelaw and uh, Taylor Adams yeah, uh, yeah. last week dominated yeah. I, I just want to see what happens if the game's a little close at the end if Cochin's willing to sledge uh, this time, <laughs> he's willing to drop one in. I think he's learnt. Uh, yeah. I hope yeah. <laughs> but if he hasn't, do you think he's going to wait until there's like three seconds to go and be like, all right, we're fucking home. It's all you dickhead. I fucking... <laughs> no, he wouldn't use language like that. Not Cochin. No. He'd no like, brown up, up, up your yeah. nose with a rubber hose. That's, that'd be his insults. <laughs> but I think the... Your hair is shit. <laughs> gotcha. I your mean, hair is so the only real flaw in that Collingwood squad is the back line, so that's all we can really hope from a Tigers perspective is trying to exploit that. Well, Jackie Boy was quiet last week. Yeah, um, but didn't need him to be too far in, to be honest. So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I thought Sam Lloyd getting dropped. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. So I think he might have... Uh, what, a bit of back house? Swayed from the team rules during the game. Right, yeah. Um, which uh, was interesting. Um, but uh, Ben Lennon comes in for him. Which um, uh, I rate Lennon. Yeah, he's, he's shown some flashes as well, so it's not a not the worst thing to happen. He got um, rid of Taylor Hunt uh, as well. He's dropped out over overdue, I reckon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, probably probably superfluous what we need at the moment. Um, uh, I think that if Nenkurs can put up a, a game like he did last week, um, yeah. he can threaten um, around the ground. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, as well. He was in superstar form last week. I, yeah, I I thought he was brilliant yeah and you got to make uh, Grundy be a candle for him around the yep. ground and Grundy's can be a liability Grund- Grundy's it. good around the ground Yeah, uh, and he uh, kicked the winning goal against the uh, Tigers last year yeah, so he did too in the past. that'll be another great matchup but yep. look, I, I think Collingwood have got hate to say it but too much class yeah yeah but um, I can never tip Collingwood they're going to fuck themselves so and it'd be great to see if Dusty can back up yep yeah. well he's every week he's bumping his price up by 50 grand I reckon Isn't he? yeah uh, Friday night, we got the Bulldogs for their second Friday night in a row, uh, unveiling the flag at Etihad Stadium against the Swans. Yep. Um, Swans are really in trouble if they go zero and two with this one. Yeah, and they can. Yep. Yeah, they could. Well, you, you got to back Bulldogs, Bulldogs at Etihad. Etihad yeah. How can you not back no. them? It could be it could be embarrassing. Really, they won last weekend in second gear, um, yeah. and uh, Swans have lost. Um, Rampy uh, yep, during yep. the week, so goes another one of their pacier players mm. on form. We got the reigning premiers at their home ground celebrating against a team that just got 
spiked over the weekend by a lower rating. So everything says Bulldogs a win, which means they probably which won't. Which means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, round one gives you upsets. So yeah. round two, back to reality. Yeah, and I'm but on the Bulldogs. I, I, as much as hope as prediction, I'm on the Bulldogs. Well, I think Bulldogs kill you with speed and mm. uh, they've just lost their fastest player in, in Rampy or one of yeah. their fastest players. Yeah. Um, I think Bulldogs might actually get a, a nice little Could percentage be embarrassing, booster. yeah. Yeah, because I think like they've got so many people that put their hand up. So, so many people that like, they're all runners. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and the swapping of Johannesson and, um, uh, what's the name, forward and back, who was a masterstroke uh, last week where he, this had really hard to match up on them and be accountable for them because yeah. you expect Johannesson to run off that back flank like consistently. They kept on swapping around, yeah, putting him forward on the kickoff. Speaking of Johannesson, he's uh, the first of what potentially could be a few to put off contract talks at the end of the year. No, really. Yeah, yeah um, he's asking seven hundred odd. Apparently, it was funny. I, I thought about it more um, that he fits into the Bulldogs side, like his style and his play mm, yeah. really suits the Bulldogs style of play. Yeah. So I think he is more valued to the Bulldogs than any other team. Yeah. And yeah. he he fits in better there. So um, look, I'd expect that the, the fact that they're talking about it this early in the year. Yeah. And there are so many other big names out there. Yeah. The big money, well, I mean, it might work in his favour, but I, I reckon he's going to oh, hang around. He's an all Smith medalist, and they don't take yeah. pay cuts, but he's not a Brownlow medalist. Yeah, I, I think he'll be right. I think he'll be normal, to be honest. <laughs> and I, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think he was best on ground, but, yeah. you know, that's the way it goes. Can't take it away from him now. Oh, you can't deny yeah, him asking. Yeah, yeah. There's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Well, Joe Watson probably thought that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday, during the day, we've got Hawthorne hosting Adelaide at the MCG. The bird dance. How can you tip against Adelaide after yeah. last week? Yep, it's going to be a real tough, con- uh, tough match, especially because Adelaide just plays so well in that space too. And yeah, they've, they haven't been intimidated at MCG these last few years, so they've kind of knocked that that sort of stigma away- off them. And with Tex coming back, they're a better side than last week, I think. Yeah, yeah well, it means uh, there's another big unit you got to look after, yeah. and mm. you know Frawley's got to go to him. Yeah, um, which means that uh, somebody like Jenkins is going to be uh, trouble. Somebody's yeah. got to match up on him. Yep. Well, who goes to uh, bets? Do they put Gibbs on him? Do they put Jurea on no, him? Strat- Stratton usually actually plays good on, on You can Eddie keep Betts. him to three. He's done well. Yeah. I've I, I got to have a look at it, but I reckon he's kept him to maybe four goals in the last four games. Yeah. Or well, something like that. Yeah. So he generally does pretty well on, on Eddie Betts. He might have got away from him once. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like he's, he's tuning himself up. I think Betts is going to have a super game. We had four last week, Betts. Uh, I, think he'll, I think we'll get five. Yeah. Um, yeah. The way Hawthorne played last week, there is no, again, no way that they could show up in, in this game. Yeah, but here's the only thing that, that could go wrong is they're supposed to rain on this weekend. So uh, is it? It could really dampen the, uh, oh, fuck, the game plan of that. Adelaide. Yeah, especially like 19 and rain both Friday, yeah. Saturday. So I, I don't know. Like uh, I think it plays I'm, in the Hawks' hands, Hawks hands just to be able to grind them. I, I don't think this iteration of Hawthorne is as able to hold the grind without their quality bullies in Sam Mitchell and uh, Jordan Lewis. Uh, Hodge will be back though. Hodge will be back, which yeah. will help them. Um, yeah. Because I think you know, it wasn't speed in the back line that hurt them as much last week. It was, it was disorganisation in the middle. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess you kind of expect that with uh, O'Meara playing his first game in two years mm. and Tom Mitchell his first game at Hawthorne and missing those other two generals. Yeah. Um, but Hodge back, I think, does help a little bit. But God damn it. Um, crows just looked too good last week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I have to go with the Crows, I think. Yeah, I want the Crows too. Uh, GWS sitting 18th on the ladder facing the Gold Coast Suns who are sitting 10th um, at uh, their first home game for the year. Um, I think the Giants would be embarrassed about how they played last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and think, Gold I think Coast are in trouble. Yep. Yeah. They're in real trouble in I, this one. 
I, I, I don't see any possible way the Giants lose this. Uh, Tommy Lynch is the big hope, um, I think, for the Suns, but Phil yeah. Davis is the best man to guard him in the competition, I think. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I think uh, Giants win, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Gold Coast bounce back a little bit and put on like, a decent performance, but I don't think it's going to be a close contest, but they've got to change something around. Do you think Ablett can go back to you know 35 touches and, and dominating um, a, a, again? I don't, I don't feel so. I think it's I, been a couple of years since I we've seen it. for that to happen, there needs to be other midfielders who are taking taggers. Yeah, or, or taking focus, just yeah, even yeah. that little little Whereas bit of focus away. For, for years now, they've just been so Ablett-centric that the other midfielders haven't uh, taken that next step to be potential superstars. Yeah, well, they've missed a lot of beats with their plan yeah, management and that yeah. kind of stuff. There's been like a lot of injuries that really have not helped at all. So GWS across the board there? Yep. yep. Uh, Brisbane Lions hosting Essendon at home. This, uh, this is a tough one for me. Isn't it? I, yeah. Who would have thought that Brisbane would go into this game even money chance. Yeah, yeah I mean, Essendon, uh, I still predict they're going to have a rough season because they're a, a newly formed yeah. team, essentially. <laughs> because it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the emotion of Essendon is going to carry them through the first month of the season. Yeah. And then after that, middle of the year, they're going to find it tougher. But yeah. how spent are they after last week? Because they, they pushed Ooh. and pushed every every ounce that they had. Yeah, yeah and you're just talking about post-game, aren't you? <laughs> right. They, uh, don't they worry went through about, a few ounces. They, they enjoyed that. Um, and, and well, should they? Well, it was a, it was a long preseason for them. Look, you'd rather have a massive win followed by a shitty loss than two shitty losses. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So go with that. So celebrate like anything. Fucking enjoy your life. This is now turning into an actually really great game. Like, yeah. it could be an absolute because Brisbane, you know, they defended their home ground pretty well last year, even mm. though they didn't win that many games. Yeah, they still defended it well. Um, I have to have a look at the um, Bureau of Meteorology as well, just to make sure it's uh, nice and dry. But mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm stepping out. I'm going Brisbane. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to back Stephen Martin to have a, a big one just because I've been backing him for so long. I hope he he's got to do it at some stage. <laughs> well, committed now. McKernan had one of his best games last Didn't week. Didn't he, though? Yeah. Like, oh great God. game. We've potted McKernan a bit. Uh, mainly you, because you're a bit of a bastard. Not for effort. But, uh, yeah. Never no, potted him for effort. Completely. Uh, he's, he's been... Almost big enough, almost fast enough, almost skillful enough uh, for so long that to have his moments that he had yep. in that game, nice goal from outside fifty. Yeah, right? you just mm. you're seeing the butterfly finally have a bit of a flap around. Yep, yep. And I think if Brisbane are going to win, they've got to put their foot down early and make uh, SNB reactive instead of letting yep. them get loose and be free flowing playing. And they got they got the talent they can do it, but um, it's going to be about a game plan that they have got to put together. It's going to be tough for them, but uh, they got to find answers for Heppel um, and Merritt. Yeah, exactly. Um, they've yep. got a couple of good midfielders. Like Beams had a great game last week, mm. um, and Daniel Rich still didn't. He didn't fire last yeah. week, but it'll be interesting if he can start to come back. Yep, yep. So I think I'm going to go with. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I'll go with the Bombers. Unfortunately, I'll give Bombers one more week. Yeah, yeah I'm on Brisbane because uh, I reckon at home, and uh, they might, in the very literal sense, be a gale blowing to one end. So I think they'll yeah. be able to take advantage of that. Uh, Saturday night, also, we have West Coast hosting St. Kilda. St. Kilda without Rui. Yep. Uh, and last year, I think we said their average losing margin away from home was 50-odd points. Yeah. I think that's in danger here. Yep, yep, yeah. See, I, I want Saints to have a good season because I think they're, they're good enough to do that. But on, on building. last week's form, um, and I, I don't see them winning 
one-on-one matchups. No, not not over there either. No. no, especially not over there. And look, you need Carl to start firing, you know what I mean? And they're yeah. missing a couple of backline players as well. So it's going to be really tough just, just to man up all the goal scorers from that yeah. West Coast side. It's going to be really tough. I mean, it is a bit better, you know, you've got on one side Rui's out, on the other side Petrie's out, so it kind of evens <laughs> Yeah, it evens up a bit, doesn't it? They're both, <laughs> both 300 gamers. I mean, <laughs> yep. what's the difference? Yeah, premierships, yep. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. no, neither of them. Oh, really? Yeah, no, Peter Shooting wasn't. How was it been around for? No, not as long as. Uh, that was ninety nine. Oh yeah, fuck, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Basically, same player. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I think West Coast might put on. Uh, yeah, ten goals will be minimum there. Yep. Uh, yeah, West Coast. At uh, Etihad Stadium, um, Geelong are playing their home game at North's home ground. Um, but uh, I think they might be a little bit too much class there. Well, last time we went to this. Uh, what uh, Paddy Dangerfield get? Like 48 possessions? Yeah, 48, I think. Yep. Yeah, that was fucking embarrassing. Um, and now you've got less um, experience in the midfield than, than that time. Yeah. Yeah, and our taggers are still out. So, look, it, I think this is going to be one of those learning experience games. Um, I, I do want to see uh, a lot more from whoever comes in to replace weight, which it looks like it's going to be... Magic? It's probably Magic or they're going to blood a newcomer in Mackay. But I think with Magic at uh, his stage of his career, you've got to put him in because if you're not going to put him in, you've got to throw him away. Mm. Uh, So they've signed him for the year. Play him. Give him four or five games. Say, mate, we've got blokes coming in ready to take your spot. So if you're not going to play up, see ya. Like I said, Dangerfield got uh, 48 last year in this game. They had Danger Watch um, Mm. last week as well. Um, I think the only thing that stops him beating that mark is boredom. Yeah, yeah. I think put him down for thirty and uh, thirty touches and four goals, and he could just knock off early. I think he He's might put in two yeah. two hard weeks and just uh, have a nap, take a rest. Uh, we foreshadowed Melbourne hosting Carlton at the MCG. It'll I think be a bloodbath. Yeah, I think Melbourne, uh, weather permitting. Yeah, um, yeah. Melbourne might put on. I, I don't think weather will even matter. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. Jesse, I think wind, rain, hail, shine. I think uh, Melbourne give a pumping. Jesse Hogan to kick half a dozen. Yeah, and I Port think Ad- Max going to be uh, two goals, three. Uh, well, uh, Cruiser might uh, make him accountable around the ground. Well, Cruiser's kind of handy across that half forward line when he takes strong marks, and uh, he's got a decent kick on him. Yeah, but he they, is, they but might. I don't, I don't think Gorn's going to be hanging back there too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think they might give each other a lot of space. Yeah, Casbolt. Yeah. Uh, I hope he gets fifty uh, percent last week, which Did is he? good for him. Mm. So if he can start creeping that up towards sixty seventy, it'd be a good season for him. Yeah. Um, Port Adelaide are hosting uh, Fremantle um, and uh, how can you tip against Port Adelaide after last week yep. how can you tip Fremantle yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, going to be a pretty if, thing. if Ross the boss wasn't on a buddy contract he'd be fucked yeah, yeah. he's very lucky he signed that extension uh, massive extension before they had their horrible season last yep, year before he tweaked the team um, <laughs> yeah, and I've said I don't like him as a coach I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good coach I just don't like the way he coaches Yeah, because um, I think it makes for boring football but, yeah no completely agree um, so uh, if he was to leave I, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't worry me at all but the thing is the same thing was said about Paul Ruse he's a boring football style but it won a flag yeah so I, I wish it, he didn't yeah same but if you're if you're boring but you win a flag you're like well proof's in the pudding bitches but if you're boring and you don't it's like well what the fuck good are you yeah Yep, um, and he's going to be re- remembered as one of those guys. Nobody has uh, gone to more grand finals without a flag than, than him. And he's not winning one this year. A draw kind of helped that out. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, yeah, so Port all, all around. Yep. So yeah. again, on paper, looks like a fairly, uh, like seven out of the games, uh, fairly easy to tip, which mm. means I'll get two. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, I'm glad I don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll do us for this week. Catch all you next one. See you. All right, peace. 
Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.